What's up, everybody? Well, <laughs> welcome to the lair. Welcome to the lair, dude. Welcome to the special, special episode for um the old the old Batman. Batman Day twenty twenty three coming in hot. What do you think of Batman? Let me get your honest opinion on Batman. I was kind of hoping I could throw that question your way first, but I see how it is. I love Batman, dude. I know He's you do. my favorite superhero. I mean, I don't know all about him. I haven't read all the Batman stuff, but um, he's my favorite. Let me ask you this. Why? I think I just love the grittiness and the darkness of like Gotham and um, not only Batman, but dude, the villains. I mean, besides Clayface. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Even Clayface is cool. But like even the villains that he faces, like Two-Face, Joker, like just all are just some of my favorite characters, I think. Okay, I can go with you that far. But what about like Killer Croc and some of these like mutant types that yeah, are Batman there are some crazy um, characters, I will say. Like Clayface is one of them. Killer Croc. Um there are some wild ones that I don't even know anything about. Like, yeah. like, um, what about in uh, Three Jokers? The little dude that rolls in, the little leprechaun guy. Yeah, like, who is that man? You who know, who is that dude? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know a lot about him, but he's weird. So there are some crazy characters, that's for sure. But I do love Gotham in general as you know a whole. I love that whole universe. Um, yeah, I love it too because he's just a regular dude, you know, mm -hmm. and he deals with all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. too you know like his whole code like his moral yeah. code and like all kinds of crazy stuff i would say i like all that about it too and um i like that that because he is who he is he gets all the really cool gadgets and his car's awesome and um all that stuff you know yeah yeah but i also what i also love about it is the detective nature of it like i was oh. watching the the Pattinson movie again today. Yeah. And uh, I just love that part of it, that he's always just trying to solve it, you know, not just fighting. He's trying to solve the problem as it, as the story is progressing, you know, putting the pieces together. Even I was watching, I watched the, the Bale trilogy again this week. Yeah. You got it, in a lot of movies, bro, because those are like almost three hours a piece, aren't they? Yeah, yes. Woo. And uh, the Joker one, like he's trying to piece it together for a good while in that yeah. one, too. So Yeah. And I, I think that's another big part of why I like Batman so much is because like even just regular, like just detective stories, I'm all in on those. Like yeah. those are some of my favorite stories. Um uh, mystery i i just love like watching the problem solving like take place and then trying to figure it out and then you as a reader not even know what's going on you're like dude and you're trying to figure it out to see if you can piece it together and um i just love it some of my some of my favorite stories i think yeah i also really love alfred i knew it you're the alfred dude alfred's rad bro I want to get into that one you were telling me about, the Batman where Alfred's like gangster. <laughs> oh, um, what was that one? Um, was it Earth One? Earth One, I think. Yeah, where Alfred's like um, this rad. He's he's pretty rad, dude. You'll like that one. Yeah. And I think there's some stories out there that are like just spotlight Alfred in general. Um, we'll have to look into it, though. Those would have been fun to read. Yeah. I also like about Batman, like, and I don't know how to, to say this eloquently but like he's kind of got a teacher role to him too you know with like robin yeah and, yeah and some of the like batman tmnt crossovers that i've been reading like the turtles look up to him like he's their second dad and mm. uh it's just kind of a cool relationship that he's able to like he's just got that presence about him you know what i mean yeah that is pretty neat I will say, dude, before we keep going, you nailed the voice pretty good. <laughs> That's the what do you think of like Pattinson's Batman voice compared yeah. to old old Christian Bale? Because I remember when Bale was doing it, there's so many memes going around, yeah, and there was a yeah. dude called like the Bat Dad. He had some hilarious videos floating around, dude. I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> 
I was dying, dude. When I went back and watched them this week, it didn't bother me nearly as much as I remembered it bothering yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. To be honest with you. It dude. Did, it didn't even really like register with me. I think I was halfway through the second one where I was like, oh yeah, the Christian Bale voice. And it just didn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of people have like bugged them and there's so oh. many funny memes, but I mean, yeah. it is what it is. It wasn't a big deal to me. And then did Pattinson change his voice at all? I think so. A little bit. I don't think it was as drastic as like yeah. Bale's character was, but uh, he did. Yeah. I will but, say the first uh, Bale movie, what is it? Is it Begins? Batman Begins? Yeah. Where he's with Ra's al Ghul. Dude. His suit in that one is terrible. Yeah, he upgraded in the next yeah, couple thank ones. God, because yeah. he couldn't even move his neck in the first one. <laughs> he was like a mannequin. It was terrible. Dude, my one of my brothers has a when all those Batman voice memes were going around, one of my brothers would do it hilariously, dude, and I would die laughing, dude. It was hysterical. But um yeah, dude, I, I like Batman a lot. I think, too, as I've gotten older, I like Batman a lot more than I used to. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you think he's more mature? Because he's a kid character, too. But It depends on what... There's so many different books, and so it depends on where what you're reading, I think, too, you know, and, and movie-wise, yeah. too. Like, I, I wasn't able to watch the uh, Bale trilogy this week. Um, I watched Dark uh, or... Batman Begins recently, sometime, I think it was earlier this year. Um, but I did watch the Robert Pattinson, the newest one, because it just came out on, I think, on Prime Video recently. Yeah. And um, I think he's, it's Colin year Farrell, two. Dude. Yeah. Colin oh, dude, Farrell. Colin Farrell. Every time, like, I, I just see his character, the he, he did fantastic, bro. I was watching it this morning and my, my wife got to see a little bit of it. She hasn't seen it yet. And even she agreed he was doing, he just, he got lost in that character, dude. I oh, just hundred percent. Every time he was on the seat uh, on the screen, I was just pumped. I love it so much, dude. And there's parts that when I watched it this time that I didn't necessarily maybe pick up the first time I watched it when I was in theater and um, I loved it. Like, I thought it was hysterical when when they capture Penguin after the car chase, right? And the car chase is rad. That's one of my favorite parts, dude. Dude, so good. And then they capture him and they're like interrogating him. Then they find the URL and they get on the website. Yeah. And then they're like, we got to go to the orphanage. And they dip. And he's just like, are you guys going to untie me? And he's just like skipping around and they just take off. Dude, I was dying. I love that part because he just acted the crap out of that scene, dude. Yeah, he was he was fantastic. Um, and the car chase scene too. No, oh, where dude. he's just like a maniac in dude, the car. Where he's dude. fired up, where he thinks he he's like, I got you, and then yeah. dude, the Batmobile just rolls through. It's so rad, dude. Yeah, man. But um, yeah, I love it. And back to what I was saying, like this one, I I think it's year two. Like with the Pattinson, yeah. he's year two Batman. So you could tell. I think we've talked about it before when the movie came out. Like he's just in the like starting stages like his mm -hmm. his um his suit isn't all hot, that high tech you know it's like it just kind of looks like it's thrown together but um i loved it man i really liked that movie it, it's dark i mean it is pretty much raining the entire time in gotham <laughs> I, yeah. I did notice that i'm like bro is it yeah. just a non-stop rainstorm yeah um i thought that they did a really good job casting and all four of the movies honestly yeah Except for maybe Tom Cruise's ex-wife in the first one as the girl. Um, what was she? I forget her name. Yeah, I can't remember. In, in but, Begins, right? Yeah. No, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. In Begins. Yeah. Yeah, Batman Begins. Um, but Gordon and both of them, like, I love both those actors, man. Yeah. I think I kind of like the Gordon in the newest one. Yeah, I like him too a lot. I don't know. He was so good. Like his Gordon, you could tell he was young too. And like, just there's some parts that I just really loved his character. Yeah. Like where he's like, he's getting like Batman's about to get arrested. And he's like, we got to get you out of here. Yeah. Like you got to punch me. And then like afterwards, he's like, man, you could have pulled that punch, you know? Yeah. And he's like, I did. I don't know. I just loved him. <laughs> and uh, Falcone in the new one perfect casting dude oh uh very very i always remember him from mr, yeah, Deeds. mr. Deeds, very very bro. sneaky yeah, yeah yeah but yeah he did great like i don't know i liked them all 
um just a, a i don't know man i i just love that whole world i, I love it yeah i will say though I th- and this isn't casting any shade on the new movie. I think it's almost perfectly done outside of the rain. Um, <laughs> the the villains in the first in the in the Joker and Bane in the first trilogy, I thought yeah. I like those better than I like the Riddler. Yeah, I remember you saying that when we first watched it. I will say I think Ledger's um Joker oh. was phenomenal. Like we were watching it again, my wife and I this morning, we were just watching clips of his acting and like, dude, my God. Talk about dude. a dude who got into character. Like what a phenomenal yeah. job he did. I thought I, as far as like a villain goes in any movie, it was like, I don't think anybody's done it better no. than he yeah. in that, in that role. But um, and then Bane was cool too, man. And the twist at the end of that one about who was really Raza Ghoul's kid who climbed out of the tunnel. Yeah. It wasn't Bane, but Bane's lover. Yeah, Bane, dude, Bane is rad. Who is that guy? Uh, Hardy? What was his yeah, name? Yeah, Hardy. Yeah, he plays Venom. Yeah, yeah. Cool movies, dude. And they're just... the. I think you nailed it when I asked you what you like. Like, Gotham, I think, dude. is a huge point of selling for Batman because even in those movies, dude, just the the visuals oh, are dude. so compelling. The world they've created over time is incredible to me like i just love gotham city i don't know why yeah. like it just seems gnarly to me and just yeah. i don't know i just love the craziness the, it, it's just it's it's cool man like what i also love about it is that like from the outside every time i read any story of of gotham it's completely irredeemable. There's like nothing to like about gotham anywhere and any no, crack yeah. crevice everything's corrupt everything's irredeemable i guess yeah and uh but batman loves it anyway yeah and uh, you know it's his city bro i like that he knows the city like the back of his hand yeah now dude and in the first trilogy fox morgan freeman oh yeah just building all the tech stuff for him so freaking cool dude yeah i like his character in that uh in those movies as well Uh, the man. tank car is a little over the top though that's when he's like getting all his cool gadgets you know mm-hmm. a little further down the line um yeah but really rad man that's uh that's just pretty much why i love batman um as, as far as like uh capes and masks like he would be my favorite superhero i think i will say um yeah i don't know right on buddy i let's like him in. a lot too let's so just in case people don't know, we're dedicating this whole show to just a bunch of Batman stuff that we read. Yeah. Um, Batman week uh, or day is is this weekend coming up, and um, my shop is doing something cool for it. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna head there this there. weekend. Yeah, I'm gonna head there this weekend. That should be fun. Um, but yeah, so let's get into some of the stuff we read, man. We we got to read a lot of Batman stuff, some old stuff, some newer stuff, some stuff that was. Um, unexpectedly just fantastic um what do you want to dive into first you know what i want to dive into first you want to dive into lemire's batman joker yeah buddy let's do it or yeah joker so same same deal i will say this was unexpectedly fantastic for me I loved Wasn't it. Rad? I loved every bit of it i thought the art was fantastic it was probably the creepy one of the creepiest things i think i've ever read yeah, so this is, um, for those who don't know, Joker Killer Smile by Jeff Lemire, uh, art by Andrea Sorrentino, and that's the same crew that did Gideon Falls. They're doing the Bone Orchard Mythos, so you kind of get that vibe going through here. Oh, dude, 100%. Like, I don't know which one was written first, if it was Gideon Falls or this, but like some of the paneling like reminded me straight from Gideon Falls, the artwork to like, especially your main character, mm-hmm. um, a lot of Gideon Falls vibe. But this was just creepy as all get up, man. You want to kind of lay the groundwork real quick and we'll run through it or. Yeah, sure. So in this one, you kind of I don't remember his name. Do you remember the the main dude's name? Our um, Dr. Arnell. Uh, yeah, Dr. Arnell. He's like a yeah. psychiatrist. So Dr. Arnell, he's kind of, uh, we're kind of picking up with him and he's got the Joker and some sort of, I think it's, it's an Arkham Asylum, right? Yeah. Yeah. And 
He's trying to to crack the code, but not so much to fix the Joker. He knows that's probably impossible, but he feels like if he cracks this code somewhat, he's going to be able to take what he's learned in helping the Joker and apply it to other people in need of some sort of psychiatric help. But dude, through the course of this, Arnell starts to lose his mind. I started losing my mind reading it. Yeah. Like, didn't it make you think about just like life in general and just weird? Yeah. Like, it a hundred percent made me question a lot of just weird. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, dude. Like, got well, into that, my head. Yeah, well, specifically, kind of the overarching. I think you could disagree with me, but um, the idea that kind of that's floating here is kind of the uh, the main idea. I'm looking for the quote to get it exactly right. Um. But it's something like, yeah, here it is. What I mean is, when you go mad, will you even realize it? And because he's slipping in and out, and he doesn't know like what's reality and what's the the I don't know non reality version of these lives he's living. Are yeah, yeah. And and as he's doing this, the like the Joker's like explaining it to him. Like, there's two different realities. Do you, which one do you you know? know to be real yeah. and dude he's like going home this guy's like leaving oh, going home to gosh. his family his work starting to spill over in the family time the whole thing with the book and his son is just insane Creep. to me like he starts reading his son this book and it's like this like looks like this little fairy tale like book and then all of a sudden Mr. one of the smiles yeah one of all of a sudden one of the characters just starts killing people and he's like dude i can't read this to my son like you're just super young like this is in a, like where did you even get this and so like it, it it's just a wild like mind bender i guess oh, i could dude. say yeah and uh i i mean just hashtag spoiler alert this whole episode we're not gonna hold yeah, back on yeah, this yeah. these have been out forever um but it turns out, man, that like, I mean, I don't know. How how do you want to proceed in this story here? First of all, I want to ask you what you thought of the like interludes, how it's like very cartoony where they're showing the like that world of Mr. Smiles kind of almost like is this if he was watching an, an old animated cartoon show or something. Oh, I thought it was fantastic. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, I loved how they they like inter- intertwined them. Is that the word? Intertwined them. In intertwined them. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. And how the text was all different, like you're reading a, a little like picture yeah, book for kids. Yeah, 100%, dude. They did a fantastic job. I thought the art was incredible. The paneling was super unique. Just like Gideon Falls, the paneling was crazy. The Joker um, looked awesome, too. Oh, dude. I loved everything, everything about it. It was fantastic. This, honestly, even though this is more of a story of Joker and Batman's in it just a hair... Like, might have been my favorite read this week. Really? Oh, yeah. I think so. Right on. It was so well done, I think. But another thing that's kind of running through here, and I'd like to get your take on it. And one of the things I thought I picked up on, the idea that Lemire was trying to tell here, and it's a little twist on the Joker. I almost wondered if the Joker was even real, or if the Joker was literally just a disease, and the and it, it was kind of like the disease of dementia, or like being, um, uh, like I don't know the right word, but making you go crazy, making you go mad. Yeah, yeah. No, I do agree with you. I, I think there was some element to that. How, how my take? I do think he was a real person in the story. And, um, but I do think he plays on it. Like his disease, they're just calling like, that's what it is. And like, cause once he gets in you with his thoughts and his words, like he infects you and makes you go mad. Yeah. And and so I guess we'll kind of get basically what happens is this guy is on this case for the Joker. And he, he, in the beginning, the, the main lady, like his boss is like, Hey, you only have like two or three oh weeks. You could work here. Like yeah. after that, we're pulling you off the Joker. You're not gonna, like, I've heard this many times. You're, you're trying to figure him out and why he is the way he is. Like everybody that has come before you has said these same things, which is crazy because when you see everything happening, has that happened to everybody else too before him? Mm-hmm. so um as he's going through this all these crazy things start happening like in his home life he's like taking it home he's like 
having these weird dreams and these weird flashbacks. Well, come to find out, he's been working with the Joker for years. Three years, bro. And now he's going crazy, just like the Joker. Dude. And when he goes home and you realize his home has been empty and vacant and his family's bounced on him like a long time ago. Yeah. So he's been so having all that stuff he's been imagining about oh, his kids 100%. and reading that book to his kid has all just been in his mind. And, and like the Joker's like turning him into another version of himself pretty much. Mm-hmm. And he's out there about to go just ballistic and kill his family. Yeah. Um, just an insane tw- did you even see that coming by the no. way no me neither no it was oh man yeah when he shows up painted face joker style holding a gun to his wife's head i did not see that coming dude not at all what do you think of the scene when um he's with the joker right he goes back in and he just starts letting all the criminals out because the joker's just like let's get out of here we got to escape. Let's get out. And you see like all the, you see like, I think you see Killer Croc. You see a bunch mm-hmm. of other people, I think. Like this wild, panel, dude. this panel right here is my favorite, With dude. With Clayface? No, I think that's Croc. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because he's huge. I'm almost certain. Yeah, maybe. Because if you look at his teeth and it looks like, he, it looks like he has scales. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, just wild, man. And just how that sits with you about going mad and going crazy and how scary that would be. Dude, imagine being him because when he finally comes to, like, he gets caught, right? And he gets he gets put in Arkham. So basically it wraps up with him. Like, Joker's escaped. He's captured. He's put into Arkham. Now he's mm. behind the glass talking to his ex-boss, and now he is a patient instead of working there. Yeah, and he's there. Joker's out into the in in the wild, basically, and it's just crazy to me, dude. It, I don't know. I love this out story. there still spreading his disease. Yeah, I was cons- I was one of my questions was when the doctor is now in there. Arnell's in there. Do you feel like he really is seeking help or is he going to be the new Joker? I know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Cause it's such a mind bender. I want to say he's, he's not really seeking help. He's going to be just like the Joker was. Mm -hmm. That's why it just makes you question like all those who came before him did the same thing. Cause you know, the Joker escaped Arkham all the time, you know? And, um, it was fantastic, man. If you haven't read this, um, I suggest picking this one up. It's an easy three issue read. It's it's not long. Um, I think it came out in twenty twenty. It's a black label. Go pick it up. Yeah. Um, this is such a easy transition into the next book I want to talk to you about. Uh, but before I do that. I do want to ask you, did you get to read the Batman killer smile where it was like the premise the, like, was the one same shot or whatever it was? The premise was the same, like the Joker disease, but it infected uh, Bruce Wayne and Bruce Wayne Dude, was going crazy. How wild was that story where he thought he killed his dad? Yes, dude. And, and he he's was in the asylum. He was inside the uh, Arkham. Um, that one was wild, too, dude. Right? Like, the way Lemire writes some of these stories, man, is fantastic. I love the end, though, dude, where he's um, he's fighting it in the asylum because he really believes he's the Batman, even though everyone's saving, saying he's crazy. And he's like, I've always been Batman. I'll always be the Batman, no matter what clothes I wear, no matter what they do to my mind. No matter what lies they tell me. And it's this really cool, like, split page with the, like, Batman on the bottom and a silhouette. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was rad. So that was wild, dude. What a cool, cool miniseries from Jeffy Boy. Yeah, it was good. I loved everything about it. Like I said, I think it might have been my favorite, man. Yeah. But in terms of the transition I wanted to make was uh, how we were talking about whether or not Arnell was going to be kind of like a new Joker, right? 
which I think kind of plays itself really well into three Jokers. Yeah. Which is I, another story I know we both got into, in which the Joker literally creates two other versions of himself. I will say, I have all these in... Um, so jealous physical of that Red co- Hood one. Yeah, I have all these in physical copies. Um, they're fantastic. Gosh. They're the oversized black label dc books um the quality of these things is fantastic so yeah these are and dude the artwork i'll have to say one of i think some of my favorite artwork in, in this to be oh, honest yeah. and the three and the three jokers yes well you know what i love the interiors but it has literally some of the best covers in all of Batman. Dude. yeah some of the covers all the variants are so rad like I've tried looking for these every once in a while when I go to a new shop. Just like I think I have two of the issue threes, mm. and I think you sent me one of them because I couldn't find it. I think I sent you the Red Hood. Yeah, you sent me the Red Hood one a while ago because I really wanted it, and then I had this Joker one as well, Ooh, just because I loved yeah, it so much. Yeah, and I think you sent me this one from. I can't remember where you sent me this one from, but yeah, the Red Hood one. So rad. I love Red Hood, man. Dude, isn't he a rad, just crazy character, too? I love him in the too? whole story, dude. Yeah, so let's break oh, this man, one down. Let's get into this one. beat up by the Joker, dude. Dude. He just gets beat up. He uh, he gets mollywopped. I've never heard that one before. Dude, it's in Turtles. Really? The new Turtles. Remember when um, uh, Superfly is talking to him and... Um, oh. Oh, you're right. So the term gets thrown out there, and then they're in the van, and Donnie's like, "He took my, he took my stick, and he's mollywhopping me now." <laughs> That's right. So funny. Anyways, yeah. So Batman, Three Jokers, uh, Jeff Johns, Jason Fabok, and Brad Anderson. Um, another Phenomenal fun story. Art, fun story. Dude. Oh yeah. Phenomenal. I love the ending in this with the twist and what Joker was working towards. Just so cool, man. Yeah, I will say um, when I think about this story, like if I try to think about it too much and just read it for what it is, I it's I, I think it's phenomenal. But but if I start like thinking about it too much because there was like this was supposed to come out a long time ago and there was a like a backstory to it, we won't get into all that. But then my mind, my brain starts to hurt a little bit, and I'm like, I start seeing like thinking about things that I'm just like, eh, that's weird. This is weird. But I just got to read it for, I guess, what it is. Well, Does now that you're make gonna sense? Have to, yeah, but now you're gonna have to tell me all that stuff. No, I mean later. You don't have <laughs> yeah, to do yeah, it right yeah. now. We'll do it later. later. Yeah, let's yeah. just get into this book and uh, let me know what you thought of it. If is there anything you didn't like, what'd you like? Tell me about. It. I don't think there was anything I didn't like, dude. I love this whole story. I I love the Red Hood. What about uh, what about like the little like love interest between Red Hood and Barbara and Batgirl? Batwoman. I thought that was fine too because it was like I, I don't know. I don't know anything about the character, so I thought it was okay. Like I could kind of see how that might go down and the accidental kiss that didn't mean anything, sort of deal. I don't know. Yeah. What do I care? Is that is that bad? <laughs> no, not at all. I was just that little side plot was just a little weird to me. Like kind of shoehorned in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you kind of needed to give Red Hood something, but because his story otherwise was just getting beat up by the Joker the whole time and being mad at Batman. Yeah, I do like though, like because that's one thing that always sometimes is frustrating with Batman, right? You know, because like his his moral code is like, he's not killing anybody no matter what, even though like all the time you just want him to kill Joker already, like get it over with, get him out of here. That'll like the, the, the thorn in your side is going to be gone forever. Like get rid of Mm -hmm. him. And he just doesn't want to do it. And now you got red hood. He rolls in and there's three jokers terrorizing Gotham, right? They're, they're all over the place. They don't know if it's one and some, some impersonators or if it is three, in fact. And, um, so basically you got what the comedian, the clown and the criminal, right? Yeah. And so it's three different dudes and, um, yeah, he ends up killing one just straight red hood shoots him. Yeah. Straight shoots him. The art in that scene is fantastic. 
Barbara gets mad. Yeah, you think she gets mad, but he makes a good point. Like he, she could have stopped him. I think. Yeah, but and so she's mad at herself as much as she's mad at him. Yeah, so that was. Uh, I I kind of like that. That was a, a pretty cool scene. I thought. Yeah, but yeah. So their main goal, like these three jokers, get together, and their main goal is to create like just more jokers. Like mm-hmm. a superior Joker, right? Because they want to find the best Joker to match Batman. Like someone who's really... Because one of the things that the Joker's always wanted to do, that he felt Batman kind of completed him, so he wants to complete the Batman, more or less, if that's the way to put it. And yeah. so he's trying to create a Batman that's kind of like the ultimate... The Joker... He wa- How do I say this? He wants to be to Batman what Batman is to him. And so he's trying to create a version of himself that will be that. Yeah. And so he's at the end, he decides, you know, what's going to be the best is if I use red hood. Yeah. That's what he wants to do. He wants to use red hood to be the next Joker for sure. Which was crazy. Wild. I mean, imagine. I know that would be the craziest thing for Batman because like that was his partner. He, you know, left him for dead. And then all of a sudden he's alive. He wasn't there for him. He feels like he's responsible for that. So imagine if he did become the Joker. It's going to happen one day. You think? We'll get there. But they they basically get this plan together that they think, well, one of the Jokers basically is like playing the other two. Right? The, the main one, right? Yeah. Yeah. The um The OG. So not the criminal, not the clown, uh, the comedian. Pretty sure it's the comedian. I'll take your word for it. I thought it was the criminal, but I could be wrong. No, I'm pretty sure it's the comedian. Because he's going at the end here, he's going through and he's like, you know, the the clown, your troubled Robin put a bullet in him. And um, all he wanted to do was laugh at suffering of others. And then he's like, the criminal, the old man is so delusional. Mm hmm. So that would make him the, yeah. the comedian. And he's the one who, in did you read The Killing Joke? No. Okay. You want, he's the Go one ahead. how um, Barbara was paralyzed for a while. Oh. Wait, say that again? He shoots Barbara. Who in does? The Joker. Right. In that run. And she gets paralyzed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why, like, in the in issue one where she's running on the treadmill and then she's, like, going to get ready, you can see her bullet wound. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So, yeah, he's, like, basically, they, they get this plan together where they think Joe Chill then will be, like... Oh, my gosh, yes. Well, if, if they make him into a Joker, like, it would be the ultimate person to go up against Batman. Because he's the one who killed his parents, supposedly, and um, that. But would that was a, a setup, though, right? They were never really going to turn Joe Chill into a Joker. They wanted Batman to have to save Joe Chill to forgive him and make amends, so that the biggest uh, pain point in Batman's life would be the Joker going forward, and he wouldn't have to think about Joe Chill anymore. Killing right. His well, that Joker double crossed the other ones because he shot the other Joker. Mm-hmm. Right. So they all three had a plan to originally they were going to like they all planned together to make Joe chill him. But the the OG Joker, the the one that lived at the end, he was like, no, I want to be I want to get right. rid of Joe chill. So now I'm going to be like number one in Batman's mind 24 yes. seven until yeah. we die. Yeah. Freaking nuts, dude, when he's sitting there telling that to him. Yes, and the Joker is, that's what I love about Batman, what I'm telling you. Like, he's such a crazy character. Mm -hmm. Just a menace. Like, just so wild. And some of these stories that we get, the way people write the Joker is just crazy to me, man. He's such a crazy character. Yeah. Forcing Batman to 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 come to terms with Joe Chill and what he's did, and to to see that Joe Chill was, you know, um, and pretty re- much forgave him. Yeah, repentant from what he did, felt terrible about it, wished he could take it back. Has to save him from falling in the pit, dude. He saved him a couple times at the end from falling in the pit, from the, oh, building, from the collapsing. building collapsing. Yeah, him. so he saved him a few times, dude. Just such a cool story, man, with the wildest twist. Now I'm bummed out, though. I want to know what's wrong with the story. 
It's not that it's, there's nothing wrong with it, but like, so, so uh, um, I can't remember who wrote. There was another Batman story where Batman sat on this, uh, I think it's called the, the, he sat on this chair. It's like the Mobius chair or something like that. And it like can tell you a bunch of stuff. And it supposedly told him the identity right. or, of Joker. Or there were three Jokers or something like that. But it was like, it was a page turner. Like you turn the page and you never know what it exactly said to him. Mm. And so then this story was supposed to come out and it didn't really like, I don't think it made a hundred percent sense like continuity wise. And there were some things that were weird, like how at the end of this one, how he says he knew the Joker's real name from like the second yeah, week. He says, I'm the Batman. I've always known his name. Yeah. But when, I think when he sat in the chair is that's when he was told, or that's when he was told who killed his parents or something. I can't remember. There was something oh, with okay. that that's run it. that yeah. this was supposed to tie into, but this ended up being not in con- continuity. And just kind of its own thing. Black label now. Yeah, that's why some people are just like didn't really like it, but I I didn't mind it. Like I just took it for what it is, and like I try not to think about all that silly stuff that a lot of people think about. Continuity is lame. Yeah, and so um, I was just curious. Like what I said that just because I didn't know how far you like. I try not to. I try not to dive into all that stuff, but I did a little bit just because I wanted to see why people were all up in arms about it. Right, right. I don't know, man. Like. And I could be way off on that. I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure that's how it went down. Uh, I love Lemire, and I loved Lemire's story, but man, I really like this one. It's a fun story. Action-packed the whole way. The art, 10 out of 10 in the art. um, Because this one had a really cool twist, like the Lemire one at the end. I thought that was such a wild twist, dude. And the Joker's all playing each other and playing Batman and Red Hood. Yeah, I love that we had a supporting cast for Batman. Like, I love the Red Hood. I love Red Hood's helmet, dude. Oh, that whole dude. thing is so cool. Yeah, how it's just like talking to him and yeah. dude. Yeah. I loved, I loved Barbara in this. I forgot that she was Gordon's daughter. Mm, yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. If I had to, I don't know if I could say one was better than the other. I yeah, love them both. Putting all the other weird stuff we set aside, like this, I love this run. I thought it was fantastic. I like, and all that stuff, like behind us, the end where like Batman, another thing I love about Batman and his detective skills and just like the fact that he did know Joker this whole time and he couldn't like, he couldn't say anything to the closest people near him because he knew if they're like, like think about when the red hood was getting dominated by the Joker and he wanted him to stop. Like he could have like, if Batman did end up telling him a long time ago, like when he was still Robin, he could have came out and said, Hey, you're fan, like given the whereabouts and, and like, mm-hmm the location or his wife and and like imagine if that would have happened. So the fact that Batman had to like keep this a secret, not tell anybody and just like make it seem like he has no idea. And then if you go through the art too, like Batman's holding these folders, I think it's an issue two or three where he's holding all these folders and it says like um, other clowns or something like that. And so he kind of already knew there was possibility of other. um Yeah jokers and but so dude, the when you find out that he's always known and it goes to that flashback and you find out it's the dad of that family that was nuts to me and he's doing it to protect them yeah he's like I, he, I, is that what you already were talking about yeah that? because if he if, if he's doing it to protect the mom and the the son right yeah and so if he would have told anybody that secret and it got out, then the, that's where the, where do you think the Joker would have went? You know? Yeah. Dude. Ah, I love it. Dude. So yeah, pretty cool, man. I, I really love this story. What did you read the physical copy of it? No, I read it digital. Cause man, the artwork is just, fun, just something else. Well, I read the first half in the book and then I wasn't feeling good the rest of the week. And so I picked it up digitally to read the second half. Yeah. So fantastic, man. That that was a fun one, dude. That was uh, a fun one to read with you. Dude, freaking loved it, man. I read, I got to read two other, two other trades, um, two other Batman trades. You want me to just get into them real quick or how do you want to do it? Because I don't think we read anything else together, did we? Um, 
The only other thing I read, I think, was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one, right? Oh, yeah. See, I didn't read I didn't read any of the crossovers. Let me just see real quick. So, Killer Smile. Yep. We talked about... Yep, I think... And then the other thing I have to talk about is... Uh, yeah, I just... I watched another movie and then the TMNT. So, yeah, go ahead. So, dude, I got into another old one. I got into Frank Miller's Batman The Dark Knight Returns. And uh, it's supposed to be the, like cherry on top yeah i will say i like batman year one better i think really i think so frank miller wrote both though yeah yeah i think so yeah pretty sure and i liked i liked year one better i think Hmm. than than dark knight returns like he's like batman's like 55 in this one he's been tired he's been retired for like a decade there's tons of characters in it dude um two faces in it he's like Two-Face was in Arkham and Batman supposedly or Bruce Wayne paid for his like reconstructive surgery to try to get him back to normal. Cause they're like, if we like these psychiatrists were working with him and they're like, if we can get him back to normal and get his face to, you know, him to look back to the same, then mentally I think he'll be, he'll return to Harvey Dent. And so his storyline is, is like he gets out of Arkham and he just goes right back to being Two-Face pretty much. Um, the Joker in it, since Batman has been gone, the Joker is kind of like not the Joker now because you have to like in order to have the Joker, you have to have Batman, right? Just from what we saw, what we saw with three Jokers. Right, so yeah. the Joker's just been sitting in Arkham, just not doing anything because Batman's been gone. And so once he hears that Batman's back, now he was like, okay, now the Joker's back, kind of thing. So that was cool. Um, and Batman comes back to dude. He just can't resist the urge to help gotham like his love for the city and um gotham is just spiral spiraling out of control even worse than it was before like jim gordon is about to retire there's this group of like um uh vigilantes called the mutants that they're just taking over gotham the new commissioner who's taken gordon's spot over hates like batman like when batman starts coming around she's like i'm gonna make sure batman's like get rid of him like i think he's bad business um, Batman shows his age because when he finally is like halfway through the story, he's going to fight the mutant leader that's kind of been taken over Gotham. And dude, he just gets pummeled. Just the only way he survives is because earlier in the in the story, he saves this girl from uh, the mutants and she kind of turns into um, Robin. She's the first female Robin character. Mm. I think her name's Carrie something. And Underwood. so- Carrie Underwear. And, <laughs> no, Underwood. <laughs> Carrie Underwood. And, <laughs> and she, so she like, once she gets saved, she like goes and buys this like Robin costume and she like basically follows him. And as he's getting destroyed by this mutant leader, she kind of saves the day. So he kind of like takes her under, under his wing. Like she's going to be the next, the next Robin. So that was pretty cool. And then this is the story too, that, you know, um, the the famous uh batman versus superman where batman's fighting him in that like metal suit mm-hmm. this is where it comes from mm-hmm. in the final art and i think it's so this was like a four four separate like i don't know want to say stories in the one but anyways at the end superman comes um i think it's like in issue two you see like this clip of the president talking to someone and he's like, Hey, I need you to go to Gotham. You need to take care of something for me. You need to tell this guy to knock it off, like, and get Gotham under control and come to find out he's talking to Superman. The president Mm. is. So then that's why Superman is going to Gotham to chat with Batman. And they ended up getting in the Epic brawl. That is kind of what that, um, basically where the, that came from for the movie. It's so funny, dude. I think for my own, like I started reading Batman Hush and this will be quick because I don't want to disrupt you for too long. But all of a sudden he starts talking about Superman and I almost needed to stop because I feel like the second I see Superman and Batman together, it's going to ruin Batman. I know. Does that sound weird? No, it just seems like they shouldn't be together because I'm just not a big fan of Superman. I know. Sorry. I don't know. If there's any super fans Jason. out there, I, I love it. Um, that's fantastic. But I'm just, it's, I don't know. I like, I do, I, I've liked the movies, but I've just never got into anything Superman. I do have a couple books though saved in my Hoopla account 
that I heard are really good Superman runs that I'm actually going to try to get into and just give it a give it a shot. Um, but yeah, even when you look at uh, Metropolis and, and not to get too far off track, it's just so, so different compared to like mm-hmm. Gotham, dude. And maybe yeah, that's no. why I don't like it as much. I don't know. Yeah. But um, overall, it was cool. It, it was kind of a long read, um, but um, I liked it overall. I will say I think I liked year one a little bit better. Right on. And then um, I read one other one. I read, um, I think it came out. I think it came out a couple of years ago by Tom King and David Marquez. Um, hmm. Batman Killing Time. Well, I've heard about this. Have one. you ever heard anything about it? Yeah. It's pretty much like um, like a heist story, like where all these uh, villains are teaming up to steal something from Batman, hmm. and um, they call it like the Eye of God, but it ends up like the story is pretty crazy because as it's being told, it's being told from the um, point of view and narrated from a villain. And it like, it's jumping back and forth between like present time and like way back in like Greek mythology and how Batman came to get a hold of this thing they called God's eye. And it looked like this little marble, which, and it turned out really to be nothing, but, um, uh, Penguin, Catwoman, and Riddler team up to steal it from Batman. And they have this elaborate heist plan with Killer Crocs involved. He's like the the diversion, uh, you should say. And it, it, it was really cool because it showed Catwoman as like a thief in this run, which that's, you know, what she's good at. And um, it, it was... It was a fun read, dude. Action-packed throughout the whole run. Let me see something real quick. While you're looking that up, I just never... I wish I could understand if Catwoman was good or bad. Like, every other story I read, it's either she's all on Batman's side and they have this, like, a little bit of tension, or she's a bad guy. And I just never... I wish there was just some clarity to that character in my mind. To me, she's like one of those characters that are in between. Like she's like down on her luck. So she goes to a life of crime to like get out of poverty, kind of like a Robin Hood kind of thing, like steal from the rich and help the poor kind of thing. But then I don't know. She's like in between. Yeah. Anyway, so there's there's this villain named the Clock King. And he's pretty rad because like he deals with time and like how can I explain this? Like he can plan stuff out so well and like he can know like, okay, at 825, you're going to be this many paces in your house at 826. You're going to be drinking a glass of water at this time. So Mm. as he's narrating it, he's going over like dates and time and it's pretty rad. It does kind of jump back and forth a little bit. Um, But I will say the way King writes it, I think he did a fantastic job. Like I wasn't lost at all when it was like time jumping in between present and then like, like the, the Greek mythology. And then as time went on, it shows like how this um, piece got to Bruce Wayne. So it's like way back in time, like, you know, I don't know, 2,500 BC. And then it goes further in time, like 500 BC. And then it goes further in time up until the point where Batman finally gets it. And he gets it from Ra's al Ghul. Um, but dude, it was fantastic. So they're just going, they're stealing this from Batman. And then there's, they're like double crossing each other. So Catwoman and Riddler double cross Penguin, who in turns then like he's calling people. Um, there's this dude that shows up. He's called, his name's The Help. He was trained by Ra's al Ghul. And Raza, during this run, Raza Ghul even tells Batman, like, he, like, the help was better than you in every other way. He's like, the only reason I chose you is because you were crazier. Mm. And, um, dude, the, like, the help just whoops Batman. You would love him as a character. He's like this confident, just like older dude who just yes. crushes it, dude. Like, I, I think you would really love him as a character. Like, I don't know if there's any books out there that just is him, but I would love to read just something. Uh, like about with this dude in it again because he was rad um but yeah he's the one narrating it because he's the one trying to get this from batman and what basically at the end it comes down to like he's literally just like just doing it just to do it like there's no rhyme or reason he was just 
just an action-packed story. So, like, you get to the end and you're like, huh, killing that was time? crazy. Yeah, Batman Killing Time. And the artwork, again, um, dude, phenomenal. Bees Knees? Bees Knees, banger. Banger. Banger of the week. Dude, I love the Batman voice. Gotta keep it going. So, yeah, those are what I got into, man. I, I read a lot. Um, it uh, it was a good week of Batman. Um, We're going to make it a yearly tradition. We should. He deserves yeah, it. He does. Let me try to show you some of this art real quick, if you don't mind. I just want to sh- just highlight some of this in, in this run, dude. Show it, it to me, dude. Oh, yeah, bro. I wish there was cape. no... Yeah, I wish there was no glare. Yeah, yeah. Let me show you one other one, dude, when he's just fighting this dude to help. Oh, yeah, I want to see the help. There he is, like, standing over Batman, like, in the back. He even is dressed like a butler, dude, in, like, a suit. Can you turn it a little? Uh, it's hard to see him. I'll have to look at it up. There you go. Oh, yeah. Dude. Look at I'm that walking you. stick he's carrying Yeah, around. I'm telling you, dude, you would love him. As a character, he's, he's so rad, and he just crushes it, dude. I love anybody who's just like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm bored. I'm going to go rob from Batman. Yeah, well, he's actually hired from Penguin to go kill other people. Like, there's so many, like, double-crossing and, like, I don't... I guess you can say twists, like people just like, you know, they're all villains. They're all bad guys. So they're all in it for their own greedy reasons. Right. Yeah. And, and so they're all double crossing each other. And, and um, it's pretty rad. Here's when Catwoman is fighting the help. Bro, I'm going to have to get into this one. Yeah. I think you would really like this one, man. So it was a good week of Batman. What else? Uh, tell me about Turtles. I almost started reading it, but I, I, I had too much already going on, so I, I didn't get to dive into any of the Turtles Batman crossover stuff. I'm trying to see if there's any other things about the help. I don't think there is, dude. I think it's it's it, just killing time. But he's pretty new, so he's new as of 2022. Yeah. So. If there was anything that came out with this dude in it again, I'm in it. I'm in it. To win it. You're getting it to win it. I'm getting it to win it. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, to stick to my uh, my fandom of TMNT, I thought, what better way to celebrate Batman Day than combining my two loves? So I read Batman TMNT Volume 2, and dude, I freaking loved it so me, much. Are villains crossing over, too, from Gotham? Yes, dude. So Ooh. check this out. So I'm not going to rehash all volume one, but volume one is over and it's kind of continuing from there. But at the end of volume one, like I was telling you, the turtles all kind of view Batman as like a father figure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, anyway, spiritual father figure almost too. And in this one, Donnie's kind of down and out because he can't fight like his brothers and he gets beat up in a fight pretty bad. And uh, so he's depressed because he feels like, what do I bring to the table? I'm, I'm smart, but I'm not even all that smart. And uh, I can't hold my own in a fight. And so he's like, you know what I need? I need, I just need to talk to Batman again. I need to talk to him because Batman's super smart and super strong. And so he's like, I got to oh, reach out to the okay. smartest and strongest yeah. guy I've ever met. That's cool. And uh, so he kind of opens this portal to go talk to Batman. But when he gets there, bro, Bane goes through the portal back to the to the turtle universe. And Bane just immediately starts setting up shop, bro, like getting everything off the ground. And uh, you know how he's kind of runs off Venom? Yeah. Well, his Venom's running out and he knows it. And so he gets Dr. Stockman. Is he getting the ooze? So check this out, though. He gets Stockman to create a new Venom. But the venom that Stockman creates is like supercharged. Bro, I love it. And so he just gets gigantic, ripped, angry as can be. And, you know, he's doing the typical Bane thing. He wants everybody to have to take this venom so that they're all relying upon him, yada, yada. And uh, so they figure a way to get back to the turtle universe to, to try to fight him. And they figure out that even though this this venom that Stockman's created is supercharged, it's dying at the same time. And so they figure out how to like, you know, get it to just go away quicker. And anyway, so dude, it's just this really cool, cool battle between this gigantic Bane, the turtles and Batman. But in the battle, dude, Splinter goes down. Splinter's dead. No. Robin, who's over there too right now. He's in, like oh, in the turtle world. In the turtle world, he's like, and he's just a 
dirtbag, dude. Him and Raphael are constantly fighting, dude. And uh, they kind of have a come to Jesus moment with each other and with the situation. And Robin really respects Splinter because he sees Batman in him a little bit, you know, like the spirit, Mm -hmm. like the father to these guys. And uh, so he opens up the portal, takes Splinter with him back to Batman's world and takes Splinter to a Lazarus pit. Oh, dude, I love it. (laughs) Isn't that rad? Yeah. And uh, what a good idea. Yeah, man. And uh, just a cool, cool story, dude. Just a cool pairing. Artwork's great. Kenyon nails all the characters. And uh, I loved it. Do you man. have what it sitting with read. you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I could get it. I want to see some of the art in it. All right. Dude, one of the other things that's really cool in this is they uh, they realize they can't beat Bane on their own, so they enlist Shredder. They pull him. Batman goes and gets Shredder out of prison. Because he beat Treader in the first volume, okay. and he's locked up, and they're like, dude, we can't be banned on our own. We need Treader. We need him to take control of the Foot Clan again so that they can all brawl Bane. And Shredder's down, and he has one condition, though. He's like, I need a, I need a rematch against Batman. <laughs> and so they just have a fist fight with each other because he feels emasculated that Batman took him out. But, dude, check this out. It's Batman, Shredder, and Bane in this one. Yeah, dude. And Splinter, bro. Oh, yeah. Splinter's in there, too, dude. They're all going after Bane. What a re- I'm going to have to pick. Is that the hardcover? Yeah, this is the omnibus. Didn't that just come out recently? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to have to pick that up because they're two of my favorites, I think, It's worth well. it, bro. It's so worth it. What a, like, my favorite crossover. Um, Check this out. Oh, just yeah, Batman dude. with the brothers, dude. Batman with the bros, dude. That is sick. I'm going to have to pick those up, dude. Dude, but... Oh, one of the things I forgot to mention. Sorry, I'm all over the map here. Donnie takes the Venom. Because he's, he's like, now in Gotham. Yeah. No, because he's back now. and They're okay. all back in Turtle Land. Okay. And Turtle he's like, Land. <laughs> and he's like, the <laughs> only way... They can't beat him. He's too big. Bane is just too big. Yeah. And he's like... The only way we're going to do this is if I take the Venom, too. Bro. Bro, Donnie is jacked up. And he loses his Does mind. he get along with his brothers and stuff when he does that? Or is he no. just kind of destroying everybody? He's destroying everybody. Dang, dude. And so they end up getting... Batman ends up getting through to him. And uh, I forget exactly, but he's just beating Leo and Batman up. Like you wouldn't believe. Is this second? Is this one that you have the end of it, or is there more? There's one more volume. So there's uh, this is it. This is all the Batman TMNT stuff in this omnibus. This is the second volume. There's one more after this. Gotcha. So there's three volumes. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm gonna have to pick that omnibus up. It looks so good, dude. Dude, really quick. Oh yeah, that's fantastic, dude. Back, Look back at some Rocksteady and Bebop. They're huge too because they were given the venom. Yeah. What a rad what a rad deal. Dude, I love it, dude. Good job getting in. <laughs> Good job getting into that. Dude, before we go on, I just want to Hold on. Oh, they're on the Statue of Liberty. I mean, come on, dude. Come on. Yeah. You can't get any better than that, I don't think. What a great freaking crossover, dude. Let me just tell you one thing. I just want to give you my best buddy a shout out. Uh, you got me an early birthday gift, which is really early. And I um, had the money, dude. I had to pull the yeah, trigger now. And so I got it the other day, a couple days ago. I haven't posted anything yet, but uh, trust me, I will. But dude, you got me the hardcover box set with the slip case for all the Batman One Bad Days. And I'll tell you what, dude. When I picked up the box when I got here and felt how heavy it was, I was so Did stoked. Did you know? I kind of had a feeling, to be honest. Because the, the, when I was editing the episode, you said twice, you're like, you said something like, man, when I get the ducats, I'm going to buy that bad boy. It'll, dude, yeah, there's something that'd be bad on my shelf. And I could, because I love those stories. And, um, dude, I was so pumped. And my wife, like, even like my son was like, oh, dad, that's cool. And I was like showing him my, like all the covers of my son. And, um, dude, I that thing was rad, dude. I love it. So thanks, my man. Um, I appreciate Happy it to uh, to you, buddy. Thanks, man. Even though it's a little early, I'll take it. Hey, it's better early than never. That's very true. 
But um, um, what a cool week, man, to celebrate Batman. Um, yeah. I will say just real quick, head now, be super quick. Yeah. I did get to watch The League of Super Pets with my kids. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched that one yet. They liked it, man. It was fun. I'll leave it at that. I want, my son might have watched We're it. I don't know. I'll have to check it out. But cool, cool story about uh, Superman's dog, Crypto. Yeah. Trying to save Superman from an evil guinea pig that was created by Lex Luthor. <laughs> All right. I'll have to watch it. That's cool, dude. Keanu Reeves is Batman. Get out. Oh, is he? Yep. Isn't uh, The Rock Dwayne Johnson? Isn't he Superman's he's dog? He's yeah. Crypto, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Kevin Hart's Batman's dog. I thought you just said it was Keanu Reeves. No, Keanu Reeves is Batman. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, um, dude, next week is a big week. Well, let me My hold goodness. on. Let me rephrase that. This week is a big week. <laughs> yeah, there dude. we go. You got the, it right. This coming week, there's so many good books coming out. Why don't you highlight a few? Tell me what you're looking forward to, dude. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the ones I'm most excited about. Just hit Saga, them. Hit them all. Saga sixty six coming back. Saga sixty six. Noctera sixteen. Bro, the I end. forgot about that story. To be honest, it's been so long since I've even seen that. Yeah, dude. And this is the last one. So you finally come out. Yeah. Loki four, Tenement four, Deadpool, Batter Blood four. A lot of fours. Fish Flies two, TMNT, Stranger Things three, Kaya 11, Click, 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 Boom four, which I think is the end of that. A lot of issue fours coming out, bro. Wild Ends. This is like Monk's Week. I think, yeah. Wild Ends four coming out. I think it's four, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Wild End four, Lonesome Hunters three. Love it. Scrapper 3 and Hexagon Bridge 1. A lot of stuff, man. It's a big week out there for all the people reading. (laughs) (laughs) What trades, too? There's some trades coming out, dude. Okay, but don't mention them because I looked it up and those aren't true. None of them are true. None of them are true. Those are not coming out. Just kidding. Were you going to mention Clear? I was going to mention Clear. Blue Book Volume 1. Let me tell you something. I don't even know why I'm mentioning Blue Book Volume 1 with the aliens going around. Did you, that was debunked today already. That thing in Mexico was debunked? Yeah, they, it was a stunt. Oh my gosh, I was getting nervous. Yeah, there was a... It's so funny because like literally a couple hours later, like scientists were like, we're, we're really upset about it, calling it a ridiculous stunt and all this stuff. Well, and, kudos uh, to them because that's actually hilarious because they set it up to look like legit government press conference. I know, dude. Ah! And uh, it was hilarious watching people's responses to this on Facebook. Like, oh, yeah, I made one of those in high school out of paper mache. <laughs> Bro, 100% look like old clay figures that got left out, like just in the desert and dried out. Yeah. Who knows? But I was skeptical, but I was nervous at the same time. I you know, knew you, you would know, be. I you thought about me, you right away, dude. I, I almost called right you and was, was like, no, dude, they actually have some bodies. <laughs> Get out. I could see it being true, stuck in the algae in some <laughs> old lake in Peru. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, gosh, that's funny. Dude. Well, you eased some of my anxiety by yeah. letting me know it's debunked. You know, if I could have one gift in life, it would be that gift. I would love to just go around easing everybody's anxiety. So I am very glad I could do that for you right now. You're easing mine, buddy. Right on, buddy. Anyways. Now I know what I'm going to get you for your real birthday, though. Now I know what you're going to get me for Christmas. I'm going to get you the TMNT Omnibus. TMNT Volume 1 Omnibus. Batman. TMNT. Coming your way. Yeah, that's rad, dude. Well, buddy, do you want to shout out our boy? You do so much better than I do. Just a reminder, we have a good buddy named Frank. What up, Frank? He works over at Coffee and a Comic. He actually owns it. And uh, you should check it out because he's a rad dude doing rad things. Enter our coupon code at checkout, the comic book lair, in all caps to save yourself 15%. Uh, Commercials are lame, but this is real. Frank's rad. Check out his shop. Yeah, check him out. Uh, You won't be disappointed. Um... Anyways, what are we doing next week? What are we what are we finishing Dude, up? To everybody's delight and cheer, <laughs> we are finally finishing curse words. We'll never do this to you guys again. But I've been loving the story, man, and I can't wait to see how it ends. Yeah, we'll check it out and see how it ends. If you're reading along with us, fantastic. If you're not, um start reading it. Catch up. Start re- catch up now. Let me ask you a question. 
Let it fly. Are, Let it rip. Are you Team Margaret or Team Syzygy? What about Wizard? Can I be Team Wizard? You could be Team Team Wizard. Margaret's making me nervous right now. I don't know whose side she's on. I wonder if it's going to yeah. be like a three-way battle. Like all of them don't like each other and they're just battling. Like a little three-way battle. <laughs> like a little trifecta battle. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait to find out what this three-way battle is going to look like. Oh, it's going to be fun. Tune in. Yeah, check us out. Break it down. Um, anyways, man, great week. I appreciate you. Uh, a lot of reading. You did a lot of watching this week. I'm proud man, of you. Hours and hours of watching. Yeah, that's a lot. I am very surprised. Well, I wasn't feeling good, so it was easier to watch than read. Yeah, I hear you. Anyways, um, check us out over on our Instagram. Whoa, whoa, wait a second. Wait a second. If you haven't already subscribed to our show... Yeah, and do me a favor, spread the word around. Spread it, get get it out. Spread it around town, wherever you're at. Let everybody know what you're listening to, and um, light that lair lamp. Yeah, light it up. Leave us a review if you could. We'd really appreciate. I would that. love that. Head over to our Instagram at the Comic Book Lair. Um, come meet us. We love to meet you. Um, we love to have a conversation with you. Head on over to our Discord. I'm back in there, baby. Yeah, I'm you back are. in there, baby. I saw it. Finally, hey, dude. you posted to Instagram too, baby. I'm in it to win it this week. So um, come say hi. We'd love to meet you. You know what? If you have a good Batman voice, leave us a voicemail on our yes. website. And we would love to hear your best oh, Batman voice. We should have thought about that before this. We should have. But great. that's okay. We'll celebrate Batman even longer. He deserves it. Uh, we'll play it. We'll We'll add it in. And uh, we will play it throughout the week. I would love that. I dare you to leave us a Batman impression. Please dare do. You. I'm, yeah. I'm going to challenge you to do it. Yes. Everybody listening. We're going to have 30 calls of people with Batman voices. I hope so. Anyways, keep reading comics, everyone. Cowabunga, nerds. <laughs> that was awesome, dude. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.